a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah Health. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Pablo, um, not the way you wanted to go out, but anytime you come into BMO Stadium, it seems like a difficult test. Was there something about LAFC tonight that was particularly challenging? Um, Again, I I think they're a very good team. Um, I I think they were self-inflicted wounds, uh, decisions, um, first goal in transition, which is something that we've been really good off of of on set pieces. Second goal, um, you know, was, was a tough play. And I think when you shoot yourself in the foot like that, it's going to be very difficult to win here. Um, I thought we played well in the first half and created some really good opportunities. And again, the game of football is about moments and capitalizing on those moments. We didn't do that in the first half and they did that in the second half. Hi, Pablo. Just on that topic, you say you played very well in the first half. Teams seemed to settle in, but then the second half goal started coming for LAC. What was that difference uh, between the first and the second half? It wasn't, uh, you, I don't, I don't think you throw the, the whole half into it again. I, the game of soccer is about moments, right? And, and when you concede, uh, the first goal, it's not a problem. I, I think the, the second goal is a problem and it starts to affect you psychologically, right? You know, you're up, you know, you have to play, uh, a near flawless game here, uh, to get, to get a result. Right. And, and, um, I think this goals and, and the reason why the game is about moments excuse me, it is because goals change the psychology of the player, right? And so um, emotionally, um, you, you're, you're at a deficit. You're, you're in a bad way after you can see the second goal the way we did, right? And, and that's, that's, that's human. That's not football. Um, and I, I think then, then what happens is then L.A. builds momentum, builds a ton of belief that they feel like they're on the front foot. And we conceded that second goal. It was almost like um, felt sorry for ourselves a little bit. And that's why goals change games. And that's why moments are, are the most important things. Haves come and go, but it's really about moments that affect the psychology of the player. We'll, we'll take a question here in the back end and transition to the front. Hey, Coach, can you talk a little bit about League's Cup and your your club's experience in this? It's obviously the first year that it's happened. You've seen several Liga Amekis teams now. Just your thoughts overall on yeah, League's Cup. Yeah, no, I think it's been uh, – uh, a very good tournament. I, I think it's always, it's always great to see, um, you know, where you're at, not only with interleague competition, but with Mexican teams. 
Um, you know, I think they've been, you know, we were, we were in a tough group um, and, and the guys did well. And, and whilst there's a lot, a, a lot of positives to take from, from the games we played and, and, and the way the, you know, the Mexican teams played, you know, I think we obviously have a ways to go um, to be a, a top team. And, uh, you know, I think experiences like this um, are, are, you know, are, are, are important to learn from. Um, but, but I think overall the tournament's been, it's been fun to watch as a, as, as a fan of the game. Um, and it's been fun to, to be on the field and see all the different teams and, and the way they compete and the different styles of play. And, um, unfortunately, uh, we, we, we left the tournament, not the way we wanted to, but it's, it's football. And now the onus is on us to really tighten things up and, and get back to league play. Hey, Pablo, I just want to ask you about two players that used to play here, Danny Masowski and Chicharango. I know you had some limited time with them. Um, but, you know, what have you learned from those, from those players? Because we, we've seen them score goals and be very passionate with the fans and all that. What have you seen from them? Yeah, no, they've been uh, two great additions to our team. I, I think, uh, you know, I think to 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 be a, a winning team, it's it's really important to have winners on your team, right? And, and uh, their experiences have definitely influenced the group to the good. Um, you know, they've, they've been playing really, really well and, um, you know, they're, 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 they're hardworking, super talented and, and team players, you know, so it's been a real joy to, uh, you know, add both those guys to our group. And, um, unfortunately tonight wasn't, uh, the best night for really anyone on our team, but, uh, I, I think the most important thing is, is, is all the positives that they bring to our group and the level of belief they bring to our group. Um, and so, Really look forward to continuing to integrate Chicho in. Um, and, uh, you know, they've been a great pair together. Let's take two questions here in the front. Pablo, buenas noches. Uh, bueno, definitivamente la forma no es como querías terminar este torneo. En lo personal, uh, ¿qué considera usted que falló en la táctica, en lo futbolístico? Y en contraparte, ¿qué deja para Real Sole, los jugadores, esta experiencia de League's Cup? enfrentando equipos mexicanos. Sí, yo creo que esta noche no fue tema táctica, fue dos momentos raros, eh, un contragolpe de un tiro libre de nosotros, eh, no, no lo defendimos bien, y el segundo gol fue, el, fue un, un error, y eso es el fútbol, ¿no? o sea, po podemos hablar de las tácticas, pero cuando te, te meten no goles así, es muy, es muy difícil ganar cualquier partido. Eh, pero yo creo que para nosotros es, eh, fue un, una buena experiencia para el grupo, para saber cómo, dónde, dónde estamos como, como equipo y, ta, y también individualmente jugando con equipo grande de México, para, para los jugadores que, que sepan que el, el nivel donde queremos llegar es todavía un poco alto, pero yo creo que con un poco más trabajo y confianza podemos llegar. Hey, Pablo. Um, LAFC has seemed to come back from their little break looking like the LAFC of old. And I'm just wondering, when when LAFC is at its level, how good are they? Are, are, do they become the team to beat in this? Um, yeah, listen, I think there's there's no secret that uh, they're, they're one of the best in this league. Um, and they continuously uh, prove that year in, year out. You know, I think tonight, um, you know, uh, like I said earlier, uh, it's not a team that uh, that needs needs help, all right, to win games, right? And I think tonight, in our first two goals, um, and then again on our fourth goal, um, 
we, we just can't do them any favors, right? They're too good of a team to, to, to help them in. Um, but, but again, I think the first half we, we did a really good job of, of not only defending, but, but creating some really good opportunities. And, you know, you score one of those goals, it's a different game. Uh, unfortunately tonight wasn't our night. Uh, but there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of good lessons to learn from this game. And as a group, we, we got to dust off and keep moving forward. Let's take some more in room before transitioning to Zoom. Eh, ¿Qué tal, Pablo? Katia Serena y Espien. Hablabas de ese nivel de los equipos mexicanos a los que se busca llegar, pero cuando volteamos a ver ahorita el torneo, sorprende que hay más equipos de MLS, no tantos de Liga MX que han llegado a estas instancias. ¿Qué piensas a, al respecto? ¿Es más el formato del torneo o simplemente cosas del fútbol? No, yo creo que eh, es muy difícil jugar de visitante cuando estás jugando equipos que están en, en, en tu liga. Yo creo que jugar de visitante en otro país es, es otro tema. Eh, estoy sorprendido eh, en el nivel que están jugando los equipos mexicanos. Pasar un mes fuera de, de casa en otro país es muy, muy difícil. Y por eso, si, si, si los equipos de MLS juegan en México, me imagino que va a ser la misma eh, las cosas. O sea, muy difícil para los equipos de MLS jugar en México por un mes contra equipo grande y pues a lo mejor el año que viene lo, lo, lo vamos a hacer, no sé, pero para mí es, es una gran experiencia para, para, los, para los muchachos también eh, jugar contra equipo grande de México y la semana pasada jugamos contra León, que es el campeón de, de CONCACAF y, y jugamos bastante bien, hoy día to, nos tocó perder el partido, pero el esfuerzo fue lindo y, y pues fallamos en, en dos tres jugadas, pero así el fútbol. Pablo, one more from me here. Um, what did you see some from Chicho coming into the game? Was he emotionally any different than you'd seen him before? And uh, what did you make of the way LAFC defended him? Did they do anything interesting? Um, you know, I, I think it's always it's always tough to come back home. I, I think everyone thinks you know you come back home, you, you want to really show them. That, uh, you know, but but again, I think as human beings, it, it doesn't work like that. It, you, you come to a place where you have this affinity for your fans, uh, where you won a championship. And, you know, obviously the way he lived that moment, you know, after the game in the, in the championship, you, you it, it's very difficult to come back um, for, for as much as you think it's 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 easy. Um, you have a heavy heart. You know, and, and so I, I think it was a, you know, it was a tough game in particular because I don't think we threatened their back line enough tonight. I, I think we played underneath them um, and and just made it really easy for their for their front six to really defend us. We, we and the couple of times we did threaten behind, we were dangerous. Um, and, and so um, those are things that we'll look at. It was, you know, and obviously they, they know Chicho's quality. I, I don't think we got them on the ball enough tonight. Um, but but again, I think there's a lot of emotional, um, a lot of emotions at play uh, with, with Chicho. But uh, again, fantastic player and, and just so grateful to have him with our group. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. 
Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. We'll finish up with two questions on Zoom. First off, John Lupo. Uh, Pablo, I would, I would pretty much agree with what, just, with what you just said. So I also thought that sometimes when you got the ball into the final third, I, I didn't think that it was good enough. I didn't think there was enough quality there. And it's the little things. I remember we spoke about that to some degree in uh, pre-match, just, you know, turning the ball over, giving it to them in, in certain areas. I, I just thought that those were some of maybe the little aspects of the match that turned out to be pretty big that led directly to their goals. Yeah, no, you're right, John. I think again, just looking at that for that 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 uh, the the first goal we conceded, it was off of a, one of our attacking set pieces. We recovered the ball, and then we played into, you know, we played centrally, and 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 we turned the ball over in a real dangerous spot. Again, they're a fantastic counterattacking team. I think Bowanga is is one of the most prolific uh, in in open spaces. Um, and uh, again, we had a couple moments to defend it, but again, his quality really came through in those moments. Um, and, and I agree with you. I think um, we were um, a bit impatient at times with, 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 with the ball, especially in the final third. I, I think we could have worked them over a little bit more. Um, but again, I, I think they did a really good job of, of, of really putting pressure on us. And when they did, uh, they were rewarded with a turnover. So it, it, again, from a mentality standpoint, it, it, it drives you to keep doing that. And the onus is on us to flip the script. If they're going to come out and press and move their line high, we've got a threat behind. And, and we just didn't do that enough tonight. And last question by Orlando Castellan. Gracias. Buenas noches para todos. Buenas noches. Profe Pablo Orlando Castellan, Servicio Informativo en Deportes. ¿Con qué te vas? ¿Con qué te quedas de lo que viste este, el día de hoy en este partido que se llevaron esa derrota tan dolorosa eh, el día de hoy? Pues, como toda la derrota, eh, son difíciles. Eh, yo, cre yo creo que tuvimos un, un buen plan para, para sacar un resultado en este partido, pero... Eh, como, como dije antes, cuando regalaba dos goles de posiciones cuando tener ventaja eh, cuando tener el balón y lo perdimos en, en, en posiciones eh, favorables para el rival eh, el partido se hace complicado y yo creo que después del segundo gol eh, la, la, la mentalidad no, no, salió del, de, del equipo y, y también ganaron con confianza con cada gol pero para mí es, es un aprendizaje eh, cada partido aprende un poco de, 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 de rival, pero más de uno mismo. Y yo creo que tenemos mucho trabajo para, para hacer en los próximos 10 días para prepararnos para, contra otro, otro gran equipo en Los Ángeles. Eh, 
y, y, y para mí eso, eso, eso es lo que saqué del partido. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.